Good morning. Um, I am Cindy Lilly, and we are uh, tag teaming this morning. Uh, as we do when we do our training, we, we train uh, together. But I'd like to just uh, welcome everybody who's online, and uh, it's wonderful to be here. I'm going to give a sh we're friends of Julie and Bruce Adamson, and we're part of the same network uh, with them reaching the lost and in mobilizing churches to become disciple makers. So that's going to be our focus this morning. But just a little bit about ourselves. We are um, parents of five wonderful children and been married 49 years and counting. And um, yeah, yay! Something to celebrate. Um, our youngest daughter, uh, Andrea, has special needs, so she uh, is still living at home. She's about a four-year-old level, but she's just adds so much joy to our lives. We are um, soon to be grandparents of 18 grandchildren. Our 18th is due, like in a few weeks. Um, unfortunately, in Australia, so we won't be seeing that baby till October. Um, anyhow, we, I, I homeschooled our children for 16 years, and now I'm an active uh, realtor. Jim was an en came from an engineering background and been retired 10 years. So we are just ordinary people, but God, we just prayed for God to guide us in the next season of our lives when, we, when Jim retired. And uh, it's been a journey of discovery and um, about mainly focused on disciple making. So we're always learning. And this morning, we're going to be taking a journey um, from the shores of Galilee where Jesus first called the disciples to follow me, to the mountaintop where he uh, commissioned them uh, to go and make disciples. So the challenge as we're speaking is to you, uh, are you walking on the beach just hanging out, or are you going to take on the challenge of uh, reaching a summit? It's, it's challenging, it's thrilling, it's been the best, uh, some of the best years of our lives uh, in, in the process we've been in. And uh, I'm going to just introduce, um, uh, we're going to be using a discovery process. And uh, it's a format that is not a teaching, but, a dis but asking questions and then discovering those truths in the scriptures within a small group. So right now, uh, we're going to just do a quick, uh, find two or three people that you can do two things. One is Say one thing you're thankful for. We'll give you about three minutes. Uh, and then one challenge. And then if you take just a few minutes to say a prayer for that challenge, that'd be great. And then we're going to be moving on. Okay, so do that right now. Three minutes. Total. Total. So just pair up. Talk to the person next to you or three people. Or if you're sitting alone, get with a little group. You watch in the minute. I don't see the slides, do you?
One more minute. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do this too. Okay. In Genesis one, I won't be able to read Genesis one. Be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth. Okay. Does anyone want to share um, what they're thankful for? Like one thing. Just a pop. Family. 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 There you go. Work. Work. Okay. Yay. Okay. Good job. Okay. Um, this is just a small example of how we start a discovery group with what you're thankful for and what your challenges are. And if it's a group of Christians, you know, to pray for each other. But that's just kind of the beginning. And then we get into a scripture study. So now I'm going to be just sharing about um, uh, becoming, helping to make, and change the world. So becoming a disciple, helping to make disciples, as the Great Commission uh, is, is uh, from Jesus. And then that indeed does change the world. Becoming a Christian changes a person's life, but becoming a disciple can change the world. So the scripture that we're going to be looking at is Genesis 1.28, a very, very simple scripture. And it's, uh, God said, be fruitful. This is in the garden. Be fruitful. Oh, can you advance the slide to the scripture? Next one. Okay. Uh, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, and subdue the earth. So in that... Um, there's multiple, there's uh, fruitfulness. You know, what fruit are we uh, having as we walk as disciples? How are we multiplying for Jesus, not for ourselves? How are we filling the earth uh, with more disciples? And how are we subduing the earth as far as bringing God's kingdom from uh, heaven to earth? So the questions, uh, I want you to also, now this I'm going to have you get into uh, another, you know, the group that you were in. And look at these questions. Okay, you can see it better than me. <laughs> look at these questions. And um, in your group, just a few minutes, just uh, talk about it. And uh, move through the questions as quickly as you can. So just a little, little transition or time here. So now we're going to take another few minutes. In your group.
Okay, we're going to move on. Um, did you learn something from uh, being in a little small group? Yes? No? So part of this process is the interaction of, the, of, a, of a small group and learning from each other as we look at God's Word. Because they're all, you, everybody gets a little different insight. And uh, so this is not just, a, uh, just uh, something to find interesting, but or abstract ideas or ideals, but the real concepts that you can, uh, that are lived out all over the world. And we've been involved, um, especially this last year, we've done training in uh, many different countries with many different cultures and also in the U.S. here. But just the learning that uh, goes on and the discovery and um, it's an amazing, amazing thing what is happening with Muslims, Hindus and Animus, Buddhists coming to Christ through this process of discovery. Yeah, I just uh, thank you very much for, for being here and engaging. You know, if, if you think about this, it's the very first commandment that God gave mankind. Now, you just think about that a little bit. So this it's, it's, it's is not, if you want to, an optional thing to do. And Jesus uh, gave us examples of how to do that. And it's kind of abstract when you just read it. I thought about when I, until I was looking at this particular presentation, I was thinking about, you know, be fruitful. That means have a lot of kids, right? Uh, that's what I was thinking. But, but then I realized that, you know, Jesus takes everything to a different level. And we'll study more about that as we go on. Um, just to give you a background, uh, I, I'm an engineer, by the way, and my wife, Cindy, is an uh, artist. So we come at things with a different point of view. Uh, but for me, numbers have some significance. But I think the most important thing is to learn that God is at work. In 2012, which was, which was when we started this disciple-making journey, there were 100 known movements around the world. And approximately 2 million people, most of them uh, were Hindus, and a good number were, were animists and, and uh, Muslims, had come to know Christ. I mean, this is, these are not people with any kind of background knowledge about who Jesus was. These are people pretty raw off of the field, and that God intervened through this process. This year, there are 1,855 known movements, and over 80 million of these same types of people have come to Christ. And uh, there are movements all over the world. There's 35 movements in this country right now. There's small ones. Uh, in South America, uh, we work with a couple of different movements. One has 20,000 churches to 200,000, 400,000 people. Another one has... Uh, 400,000 churches in Cuba, of all places, and there's probably about four, four to eight million people now living as disciples of Jesus. So it's very impactful. 
uh, in a global sense. But as far as your, your own family goes, uh, just start thinking about the people you know in your own life, your children, your brothers, sisters, you've got some of you have parents that are around, you have cousins, you have co-workers, you have friends who don't really walk with Jesus Christ. And the power of this process is, is just, uh, has the ability to change and transform and change, transform even this country. So if you look at, the, our first goal was that you'd each one become a disciple of Jesus. Not of your pastor, not of anybody else, but of Jesus. And, uh, and so to do that, you think about uh, if you're going to be a disciple of someone, where do you focus? So you focus on the Gospels to apply it to your life. And secondly, that you would help others become disciples of Jesus who would do the same thing. So being fruitful is becoming a disciple of Jesus. That makes you fruitful. And multiplication is when you help others become disciples of Jesus, uh, you're multiplying. And when they do the same thing, you're filling the earth. And, and he says, and subdue the earth uh, by bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. And Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is not here or there, it's among you. When people become disciples of Jesus, begin living as disciples of Jesus, not only do their lives change, but the lives of the society around them change, and God's kingdom is established. So there are, moving on to the next slide here. There are five, uh, five commandments, or commitments, the disciple of Jesus. So when we're talking about being a disciple, I'm not talking some abstract. I, I wrestle with this 40 years. What does it mean to be a disciple of Jesus? And uh, a friend, now a friend of ours, Ed Gross, uh, introduced this whole concept, studied first century disciple making. There are five basic disciplines of any disciple of anybody, uh, but specifically applied to Jesus, is to obey the commandments of Jesus. If he said do it, you do it. If you're having trouble, you keep working at it, you ask him for help. Uh, secondly, uh, commit the teachings of, of your master, of Jesus, to memory so you can share with other people. Jesus was always looking external, and that's the, that's the commitment you make, to try, not that you're going to arrive there today or tomorrow. Thirdly, was to know the Old Testament and what Jesus taught about it. We studied off, started off with the passage from Genesis 1, 28. That's from the Old Testament. And you find out that this whole process that Jesus went through is really fulfillment of that and teaching you how to fulfill that passage. Fourthly, imitate Jesus, his mission, his message, his passions. So if Jesus came, Jesus came, he came to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth. And, uh, and if that's his mission, that's ours. So I said, uh, Jesus came to seek and save the lost. And uh, we pray about this pretty regularly. Say our father in heaven. First he came to restore our relationship with God as our father. And we're honoring fathers today. Secondly, he said, hallowed be your name. That means, how do I live a life just like Jesus' life? Jesus hallowed. He set God above all other things. He brought people to God. He hallowed God with his life. How do we do that? So if we seek to be a disciple of Jesus, we live a life that's hallowing God. And thirdly, which is really the mission that Jesus came and left us, is your kingdom come. So that's kind of the... We, we pray it all the time, but the question is, do we live it out? And the result, when God's kingdom comes, you know what happens? His will is done. And we try to do his will without his kingdom. It's a lot of hard work. and doesn't produce much fruit. And then the last one, we assist Jesus in making disciples. So getting back to this process, he said, I'll be with you always. Uh, and many other passages that we, we can come up with. So how's the practical way we move on to the next, next slide? Uh, 
And we're going to go through, you want to go through the discovery space? Okay. Okay. So this is just the basic um, core of doing a discovery Bible study is uh, getting into the, into the scripture that you're studying. So these are the basic questions. I'm not going to read them. They're up on the, up on the um, slide there. But uh, this is all about um, applying what we're learning and uh, learning how the early disciples became uh, first followers and then disciples of Jesus. Next slide. Let's see. Okay, so Matthew 4, um, 17. So from that, that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Well, he was walking by the sea. Remember I talked about walking by the, by the sea, being on the beach. He saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, carrying their nets into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed them. I mean, just think about that. That was their living, and they immediately followed him. And going from there, he saw two other brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee, uh, their father, mending nets. And he called to them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. He went through the, all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every disease and affliction among the people. So I want you to uh, just think about this um, the four questions. What do you, we learn about the story? What do we discover about people? What do we learn about Jesus? And how does this change what you understand about Jesus and God and people? So just again, in your small group, just take a few minutes. That was a very simple story. Everybody's familiar with the calling of the first disciples. So um, yeah, what did we learn uh, from this story? We're going to take a few minutes in your group again. Okay. Yeah, it'd be a good idea if you if you have Bibles to open them up.
Okay, just a few more seconds, going to wrap up. Okay, can, can someone tell me what this story is about? Can somebody just give a brief uh, summary of the story? Okay, Jesus calling the disciples. Yep. Okay, somebody else? Okay, what did you learn about uh, from the story? What, what lessons came out of this? Leave everything and follow Jesus. That's a good challenge. Anybody else? Somebody over on this side? That's a really important point. One of the questions that I asked when I was thinking about this, why did Jesus call just ordinary people? Why didn't he call people that had some training? Think about that. As a Christian coming into this, I had to unlearn a lot of things. So just to challenge us, we, uh, this is, uh, Jesus drew an analogy. He said, new wine, he said, you don't put new wine in old wineskins. You, you have to put it in new wine and new wineskins. So there's a real change. This probably feels a little uncomfortable. I can tell not everybody's engaging here. It's uncomfortable because we're used to sitting, right? So the old wineskin is you come in and you sit and you listen and you go home, and if you remember something that's really good, uh, most, most people don't, but you remember a few things, and maybe it applies to your life. But this is, the new wine is we want to become disciples, not just hearers or you know, just simply uh, believers. We want to become disciples, people who pattern their life, who live their life after Jesus Christ. And that's, that's an active thing. So it's, it's uncomfortable. This is new wine. It's uncomfortable going through this as you would new wineskin. So, but, uh, so what else do we have? Uh, what do you learn about? Okay. Yeah, so just to, you know, moving along here. That's why I have my wife up here. She keeps me on track a little better. So we start off, we're starting off here working, walking on the sand, right? This, uh, this, this title of this talk was you can't reach the summit by walking on the sand. You cannot reach the place that God wants you to be, that Jesus is calling you to be, by continuing in the way of life that you have. It takes, just like these, these uh, four fishermen had to leave what they were doing and begin following Jesus, we're going to transition, we're going to move into, just briefly, we're going to cover Matthew 28, 16 through 20. This where Jesus commissions these, tw- these 11 to go and change the world. If you think about it, you remember the last goal was you're going to change, ask, challenge you to change the world by bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. That's what Jesus did. And look what, why are you sitting in this church today? Those 11 men went out and you're sitting in this church today. So if you think that it takes something special, as gentlemen point out over here, there was no special qualifications. They weren't exceptional in any way. God picked ordinary people to use for an amazing thing that's changed the course of, of history, changed the course of this world. So we're going to do Matthew 28. Let me go ahead and put that up there. So Matthew 28, 16. So it said, after this, the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. And when they saw him, they worshiped him. But 
Some doubted. Jesus came close to them, and he said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, in the Greek is having gone, therefore having gone, it's a, from the time you leave this moment, therefore having gone, make disciples of all nations. The word is ethnic, which means all language groups, all people groups, not just nations that we have, but like uh, pointed out in our younger daughter, Andrea went to a high school. Uh, the principal said uh, at the graduation, he said, in this school, kids speak 124 different languages at home. So we have a lot of ethnic here in the Twin Cities. So, so make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Challenge there, who's baptizing? And teaching them just one thing, to obey all that I've commanded you. And then he makes this great promise at the end, and lo, I am with you till the end of the age. So this is, when you go home, you could do a discovery study on this with your, your, your spouse if you're home or somebody that you're with. But I'm just going to run through it real quickly. Is If you think about it, so the 11 disciples. So who were the people that went? You know, there were tens of thousands of people that believed in Jesus. There were tens of thousands, myriads of followers of Jesus. But the 11 disciples went. That formation process is absolutely important. And when they saw him, now he'd raised from the dead, and he's peering to them. When they saw him, they worshiped him. That's kind of, I mean, you want you do that, right? But some doubted. It didn't say one doubted or two. It said some. And you know, the application of that is if you become a disciple of Jesus, does not mean your doubts, doubts go away. And the other thing that really impacted me on it was, how did Jesus react? You know, if you recall when, when uh, Peter was talking to Jesus about he couldn't die, Jesus really, he, he pretty dressed him down pretty hard. You know, how would Jesus respond? Here are these guys, you've trained them for three years, plus years, and some of them are doubting. You get angry, but Jesus didn't. He came close to them. And I think that's important thing to remember. If you doubt this whole thing, your abilities, Jesus will come close to you. And then he said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. We're not asking you, we're not uh, expecting any of us, including myself, to go out and do anything on my own authority. But Jesus has all the authority. And then he says, having gone from the moment... So our goal, my goal is as you leave this, this uh, church today, and for those online, as you, as you leave, uh, finish this service online, that each one of you will begin thinking about reaching out and making disciples of all the nations. That's your neighbors next door. I have a Hindu uh, Indian neighbor that's next door to me. I have a Hispanic uh, couple lives across the street. I have a Vietnamese down the street. Uh, it was a Buddhist uh, uh, family. You know, there's plenty of people. I don't have to go anywhere to reach the nations. And he said, teach them one thing, to, to obey all I've commanded you. And so we have, we do this discovery study. Okay, that's what's, what it's called. And, and we have the scriptures. And if you've learned something today, the, the one thing I need to teach you how to do is how do you obey that? And primarily, it's just holding each other accountable. So that's uh, the... the uh, nutshell of it. Uh, but so let's get, uh, so where do we go from here? Next slide. Yeah, next slide. Oh, I got some final question. Yeah, if you have your notes, you got notes in your, in your bulletin, would you write down three things just quickly? What, what things have you learned from this, these passages today? Just write one or two things that you've learned. You have a bulletin? 
Yeah, we have, you, does everybody have one of these? Get one of these? Inside there should be a bulletin. No, that's it. Oh, on the back of it, on the back of it. There's, there's a, uh, got some place to write some notes. Write at least one thing that you learned today. Can you write one thing? And then what will you apply to your families? What can you apply to your families in your own life? And then what can you share? Who can you share this with? Who might be interested in talking about this with you? Okay, go on the next slide. Yeah, so there's a, it's basically the way it's done. It's, and, it, and you have, uh, in, your, uh, in your yellow folder, there should have been a, should be one of, one of these. Yeah, this is a, a family discovery guide that you um, should have in your uh, bulletin. And if you didn't get it, it's out in the entry. So this has a lot of resources on it. It has um, uh, URLs uh, to watch some videos on the, this whole process. And we have that out um, also out in the Narthex. We have some books that Jim and I have co-authored and, and um, worked on together. In our heart, we have a family disciple-making book, which um, is focused on you know, doing it within your family and, and a lot of tips on that. And also, maybe go to the next slide. Oh, there it is, okay. There's a Discover app, which goes through this process on your cell phone. Excuse me. And uh, there are suggested um, prices, but we'll just take any donation. We wanna get it in your hand, so thank you. And that's all we have to say today. Yeah, thank you very much. And. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting coming to a, a, a congregation, and both Cindy and I grew up, um, well, actually I had a, one of those significant kind of conversion experience of God, but Cindy grew up in a church uh, setting. So, you know, there's, we get habit patterns going, and so, you know, you're doing what you're expecting to do, but this is, begin thinking about doing something different. Begin thinking about becoming a disciple of Jesus, and what would that mean? And another question I always think about, Jesus called those four men on the beach. They didn't have to respond, but they did. So that's kind of the challenge for you uh, today. And God bless you guys, and thank you very much.